and welcome to episode six of the Dorm Divided podcast. Uh, I am Cameron Basil. This is my roommate, Laura Kelly. And uh, today we are in our uh, illustrious new college basement setup. Uh, we both fully moved into college last Saturday. Yeah. Um, we've been super busy with class and I play golf. So it's it's been busy, but we're, we wanted to carve out time with football starting. It's got a really good episode for you today. Um, so Porter, how are we doing today? Uh, we're doing pretty good, and I'm glad we waited to record the podcast until today because the biggest news, probably like the whole NBA offseason, you could probably argue, uh, Donovan Mitchell got traded to Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I think it was three first-round picks, Ochai Abachi, Lori Markinen, and Colin Sexton sign-and-trade. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um yeah, initial first, reaction. Initial reaction. First, I just want to say we're doing Donovan Mitchell first. Uh, then we're going to talk about U, uh, UK football schedule and then some college football stuff. And then we're finishing oh, yeah. up with our S tier. I kind of forgot to do that in our intro. It's okay. But it's okay. I just want to let you know what's going on. But this is our only. This is a big college football. But yeah, which, because, you know, as of today was the first real day of college football. In my opinion, that week zero stuff last week was okay with like Northwestern and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a really good pit versus. Uh, West Virginia game that we've watched the end of. So that, so it's officially called football season. Um, so back to Donovan Mitchell trade. I think I'd agree. This is definitely my favorite move of the offseason. I was glad that something finally happened, like the KD stuff. People said something was going to happen, and then it never did. But with this, this is why the NBA is a really cool league, because there's a lot of player empowerment going on to where if you request a trade, normally you find a trade, especially if you're a young player. Kevin Durant is just kind of a weird contract because he's really old and it was just like a long contract. It's a long contract for an older player, but with Donovan Mitchell, um, him being in it as like absolute prime, you knew someone was going to want to take a shot on him. I just didn't think it was going to be Cleveland. Yeah, I did not. I I I I was like sold that he was going to the Knicks, and I thought it was going to be this whole. I thought the Knicks had a good package for him with like young players. They have good assets. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland's had good assets. And that was done, a pretty good trade. They've done good do- a good job drafting, especially after LeBron left. I feel like they've done an underrated job of actually making a really competitive roster. And, um, I mean, I think this is a steal for the Cavs just because from the Jazz point of view, not only do you have to give up Donovan Mitchell, but you have to give up the money to sign Colin Sexton. Like, you don't just get him for free. Like, you have to sign him on a sign-in trade. And I don't know how expensive his deal was. But I'm sure with a rebuilding team, they have the money to do that. But um, it's the best of both worlds for the Cavs because they didn't really want to pay. They didn't want to pay Sexton, and then now they just get a better player and Donovan Mitchell out of it, who I think will slide right in to the two spot for them. So, I mean, you, I kind of you know you talked about the Walker Kessler part of the uh, Timberwolves trade, how you saw that as a kind of a pick. Versus a player, I see that with Abaji. I mean, he's basically a pick. I mean, the yeah. first round pick that they had last year, or I mean, this year. So they're basically giving up four firsts and then Laurie and Colin Sexton. So I, don't, I still think okay. it's a good trade, regardless. Well, I'll talk about it from the Jazz side of things. So between essentially two players in Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, you've basically acclimated. 10 first round picks if you think about it because yes. i think did what did beverly get traded for i don't even remember it wasn't the first but you you got players from that trade too and 
They'll probably like move some players like Laurie Markinen from this deal too. Maybe get a pick from him or something. But honestly, I think the Jazz had to do this. I think it was another win-win trade. The Jazz were stuck with Donovan Mitchell. They get Colin Sexton, who's still a young player. I looked it up. Four years, $72 million, which is not bad for a player like Colin Sexton, who's going to like, he'll go out, play for you, get you some buckets. He could be good. Like, he, could be he, good. Could be, he could be good. And I feel like that's not too expensive for a player like that, a and great score. Yeah, they're like a, a rebuilding team that they are mm-hmm. now. That's a fun contract. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it was, I, I would do the trade if I was both sides. Cleveland, if you feel like this pushes them over the top, they got their star now. They were kind of like a little bit more of a hodgepodge before. Four all-star caliber players on that team now. It's pretty scary. I think they'll be probably a top three seed in the East next year. Uh, They'll definitely be a scary team on both offense and defense now. Um, And, yeah, I think they're looking really good. Um, I said this uh, when I first heard about it, and I was like, isn't Jared Allen kind of just like Rudy Gobert in terms of like the defense and everything? So I think it was interesting, and I said like, Darius Garland's basically Mike Conley when he first that was got a terrible there. Take, though. But yeah, it's it's similar. I mean, they are both lefties, which is kind of funny. But um, no, Garland's definitely better and has more upside. But I'm just saying in terms of the type of player, the team is built built kind of similar to the Jazz when they were in their prime. But I think they're a little bit better in terms of Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley at the compared flame. to Bogdanovich. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're built just better outside of those. And they do kind of have like a Karis off LeVert, the bench Karis LeVert, I mean, kind of like Jordan Clarkson a little bit. Yeah. So I think they're very similar. I think yeah, I definitely see the similar. I think they're upgraded version. Like they're a 2.0 Jazz. Yeah, like a little younger. The Jazz are kind of older. They're a little bit younger. They're still gonna be really good at defense. I think this puts them like at the three to four seed. I just don't know if I can put them over the Bucks or the Celtics. Those are probably my two best teams in the East. But I could see them being better than, like, either the Raptors or the Sixers. Like, those kind of, like, around three to four teams. And I think they're better than the Nets, maybe, with even with Kevin Durant. Like, they're in that tier mm-hmm. teams. What about the Heat? Oh, Heat. That's who I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. They're, like, that tier of team. They're, like, the Heat. Yeah. They are so. the Heat. But I still think the Celtics and Bucks are a tier above both of those teams. Yeah. I'm not angry. But, like, I think that's where they have. That's, that's going to be interesting. If they're a 4 seed, they're going to give a 1 seed the run for their money, though. And who knows how good they can be if the Mitchell can perform in the playoffs. But um, they're definitely a team in, like, two or three years that will be disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're built a little bit more for the future. They're, like, to me, a better version of what the Hawks are. Just because the Hawks are kind of, like, trying to contend now, but, like, trying to get older as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and they'll be good in a couple of years, but I trust the, gar- the combo pair of Garland and Mitchell more than I do of Diajante. They're, they're just objectively better. I mean, I think Donovan is, like, as good as Trey Young, and I think Darius Garland is a decent be- bit better than Dejounte Murray. I think those, the, I think Garland and Donovan are both, like, top 30 players, yeah. maybe even higher, like, top 25, maybe. It's just Jared Allen's that much better. Than and Jared Allen's a lot better than Clint Capella. And then Evan Mobley is same tier probably as John Collins. Better defense. I don't think it's. I think it's just the Jared better defense, Allen worse offense. Better. I don't know. And then Karis LeVert a little deeper on the bench. Yeah, and he's still got like Isaac Okoro as like that defensive guy that you kind of need there to lock down whatever guard that Donovan or Garland can't defend. You know. That's true. 
So, yeah, I think it's they're definitely set up for success. Plus, they still got, like, Rondo off the bench. Could be a good little facilitator for them. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're just built really well, and I, I could see them making a deep run for sure. Yeah, they're a sneaky team. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, both Donovan and Rudy and Gobert went to contenders, so good for them. Like, they're going to yeah, be all good teams. Good. Yeah, And the Jazz got one picks for it. I want to see how Donovan does as, like, a leader for this young, like, core because – like with Mike Conley there, he didn't really have to like That's true. lead the team. You kind of feel like I think he's I think he can do it though. I think he's yeah. at that point where he can do it. Oh my gosh, we have to talk about his Instagram post though. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was. It really was like funny. him as like a really young kid wearing a Cavs jersey. I think it might have been mm-hmm. like a probably LeBron jersey or something, right? Yeah. And then it was like the Brian Windhorst like this meme. Yeah, which is like the whole thing with like Kevin the Kevin Durant like trade where it's like something deeper is going on here why would they trade royce o'neill to the brooklyn nets if there wasn't a deeper plan in place or something and this was what the plan was all along for donovan mitchell apparently so but yeah um uh yeah it's i can't you can't even see what jersey it is but it's probably a lebron i, I mean it just makes sense yeah <laughs> okay uh do you want to get into our so- so we're going to talk about college football for almost the, not the most of the podcast, but for the majority of it. Um, we're going to start. We are from we are from Lexington, and we love the Cats, and they um, they have a pretty promising. I don't remember when UK hat. They have a pretty promising season this year. So we're both going to talk about their schedule a little bit, and then talk about our expectations for them as a team and what we think their record's going to be. Also, probably well, not what bowl they make, but their postseason aspirations mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, I think the first couple of weeks, or first week, we're going to the game. It's Miami. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, we like to play, like, MAC opponents, like the Mid-American Conference. And that conference is kind of mid. Like, I don't think they're, like, complete shit. Yeah. Like, they're not, like... They're a decent act team. Like, a freaking... I mean, Youngstown State is terrible. Like, we will destroy Youngstown yeah, State. that's true. But, like, Miami, Ohio, they're actually pretty solid. Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois. No, they're... they're Are they good? No, they're in the MAC, too. I'm going to get there. They're in the MAC. I think they might have won the MAC last year. So that's actually going to be a sneaky, little bit tougher game huh. than what we thought. They lost to Coastal in their bowl game. Yeah, but see, they played Coastal in a bowl game last year. So that's pretty good, that's, yeah. You know, that's pretty good. They're respectable. They won the MAC last year. So... I'm like, hopefully we look good. I just don't want us to have like a Chattanooga like last year where we played an inferior opponent and just, I mean, didn't look like yeah. at all. So um, I think this this week we're 16 point favorites. I don't know if we'll cover. I think, we'll, I think the Miami might stay in the game for a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if we're covering that. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, we might, we might win by 14 points, but that ain't covered. But then we go to, it's always interesting because UK always plays Florida with mm-hmm. their second game. So I want you to talk about that game because yeah. that's so. Where we are we gonna go through like every single game and little bit. our thoughts yeah, on it? Yeah. Okay, so I won't say my full record prediction. Not yet. No. Um, UK always drops a stupid one, um, and I just have a feeling it's not gonna be Tennessee like it normally is. Um, sometimes we'll drop a Mississippi State or a South Carolina. I don't think either of those is happening this year. Uh, we've kind of had Florida's number the last like five years or whatever. We were really close. But I think this year, I don't know. It's just kind of a gut feeling. I know Chris Rodriguez isn't playing. Uh, Kentucky's offensive line is a little banged up. And I don't 
think Florida's a better team by any means, but I feel like sometimes we just don't get off to like the hottest start. Like we look bad against our early opponents sometimes and we'll like we choked to Florida a couple of years ago. I feel like something like just tragic could happen on the road at Florida and we're just like not ready for it. And it'll kinda like get us like motivated to come back and like push hard for the rest of the season. Yeah, um I agree with that. Um, we started six and zero last year. That was the first time we've done that in a while. So normally we do lose an early game. I mean, it's easy to remember how good I thought Kentucky was gonna be the year that we almost beat Florida and mm-hmm. like, well Terry Wilson got hurt. Yeah. And then cool. like the game before and then the white dude I forget his name Wes something I don't forget Walker not Walker I don't know whatever his name was right. Who, who are you trying to talk about? Remember the quarterback that. That got like, hurt? Yeah, that replaced well, Terry before Limboden. Oh, like, my gosh. Oh, what's his name? It was some, bl- like, complete. Walker bl- or something? Was, yeah, I'm saying. You were laughing at me. It, yeah, it, it I was, think it is Walker. It's some, like, complete. Just, yeah. And he wasn't very good, but he played well in that game. And then, literally, we missed a field goal to win the game. That was, like, 40-yarder, 37-yarder or something like that. It's kind of ridiculous. But. Oh, it was Sawyer Smith? Sawyer Smith, yes. Walker. I mean, he was. I mean, it didn't say. It did feel like white. a Walker. Yeah, that that's pretty a, white. Yeah. So, um, uh, yes. Yeah, Walker Wood on the team. Walker Maybe Wood. Well, he's from, he's from Texas. Yeah. We all know. We know Walker Wood. But, um, uh, Kentucky does normally lose a stupid game like this. I just think we're so good this year. We are pretty good. This and, like, uh, last, we don't lose. Last it. year we were 6 and 0. I think this year we're just, we know the mission and we know what we need to do. And we're not going to underestimate Florida because of how much we always we always want to win that game. Yeah. And like normally normally we're the underdog, but it's kind of weird this year. Yeah. Not being the underdog, but I think we're just going to show up. We're going to play against them. So I have them w- winning that game because I really do think that this is going to be a, a good Kentucky year. Youngstown State will be an absolute. That's a murder. That's a murder. That's a murder. That's a Will game. Levis like six hundred cleats a dude. And- yeah, that's a murder. You know, twerks on him in the okay, all right, <laughs> tea bags them for movement. But Illinois, you laughed at him, but I think they're gonna that's gonna be a sneaky, I just haven't heard of him. maybe hard game. They might put that game at nighttime or something. I could see them doing that to us and making that kind of a bigger game than it really is. I could see them playing close with us. I think we're gonna pull away. I think we're gonna win. Is it, you agree with that, probably? Yeah, I mean, they got 63 to 10 by Michigan last year, yeah. So they're obviously not a power five. Yeah. But um, going to Ole Miss. Um, <laughs> uh, going to Ole Miss, yeah. this is hard. They're ranked 21 right now. We're ranked 20. Uh, Lane Kiffin definitely has the coaching advantage on us, I think. But yeah. with them, I have no clue if it was the system or if it was like Matt Corral in terms of their success last year. Yeah. Like, I think it could be – without Matt Corral, they could not be as electric of an offense – or maybe it's just that offense every year is just going to be that good. So I don't know with that, and with that unknown, and the fact that I haven't watched Ole Miss play yet this year with the quarterback change, I'm going to say we win. And I know that's going to Ole Miss sus, but um, I think we've been tested if we've already seen Florida. I don't know what Ole Miss schedule looks like before that game. I'm going to go look. Yeah. But um, they play a whole lot of bumps. They play Tulsa, Troy, Georgia Tech, and Central Arkansas. So I think maybe us being tested or to play an SEC opponent might also get us one ready for I that think, game. So what do you think? I think Ole Miss might kind of almost overlook us, especially if we have that 
dumb Florida loss earlier in the year. They won't look at us as competitive. We're going to come out here, show them we mean business. This was the other game I considered as my uh, stupid loss that we had that we should have won, like lose at the end of the game by a field goal or something. Um, but yeah, I think we pull it out in a tight one. Uh, I think Matt Corral, you can't say that like he wasn't a part of like how good they were because he is really good. He was like one of the best quarterbacks in college football last year. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think they'll be good without him still, but I think we definitely pull this one out because we're just a really good team this year. Yeah, I hope so too. I th- if we lose both of those games, our season's over. So well, yeah. I really hope we can get those. Two if games. we beat Florida, then I'll definitely beat South Carolina Florida. coming into town, I think is interesting just because I want to see Spencer Rattler play. Yeah. I think they might have a new coach or something. I, I, I kind of. They, there's some hype around South Carolina this year, and there always seems to be some sleep ride around them. But I think we own them until they prove us otherwise. I think we. Yeah, just, they beat us like one time when we had like Lynn Bowden and yeah, like that QB. Don't that don't count. That year was or it was before we even put Lynn Bowden in. I yeah. think it, that was a whole fiasco. And that so. season doesn't count, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that was like, yeah, no, no thanks. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts on that at home? Uh, I think we smack them silly. I think we smack them. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State, State coming into town. Um, they might be ranked at this point. They're unranked now, but for some reason I feel like they always slip into the rankings when they play us. Um, they play Texas A&M. And the Arkansas. Eh, maybe not. Maybe not. Never mind. And Bama the week after us, and, and then Georgia, Georgia two weeks later. Yeah. So have fun with that schedule. Have <laughs> fun, Mississippi State. Uh, they would show up to play with us because uh, they don't like playing in the uh, in the SEC West. They're like, we like to play Kentucky. Because they're yeah. not a guaranteed L for us. Yeah. Um, they're always a competitive team. Uh, like Beach, obviously, he's a great coach. But I think the game at home, I just think we have the talent. Like, we're just better than them yeah. this year. I think, I think we'll definitely – I'm not really scared of Mississippi State. I never really am, even though half, sometimes we'll just rush the field on them, even though we probably shouldn't because they're like – a top, they're like a 15th ranked team and we're just rushing the field because they had owned us because we were so bad before that. Um, I don't know. Mississippi State's just not a team that just like puts fear. Here, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. I figured it out. Mississippi State normally comes after a really emotional game for us, either like a win or a loss. So them not coming right after like Ole Miss this year, we have like a, the South Carolina gap. Yeah. I think we'll be good. And I don't know if we'll, I don't think Tennessee's a big enough opponent for us to be like looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, I don't know. That'll be ranked by them probably. Yeah. So who do they play ahead. before us? But I think we'll win that game. So then we go October 29th. We'll probably go into this game too. Um, yeah. uh, Kentucky at, at off the bye week too. Off the bye week, which is gonna be huge. I think uh, I think the bye week is a big Kentucky part. At, at Tennessee, which Tennessee Tennessee yeah. beat Ball State today by 50 points. Mm, who cares? It's Ball State. Um, they might lose to Pittsburgh Week One. Um, yeah, they do have their Mickey Mouse Tennessee Martin, uh, the game before us to get their confidence up. But they have Alabama the week before that to get their confidence down. So you know it might equal out by the time it gets to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel it's a gut thing more than anything. I know Tennessee's a really good team. Their quarterback's really good. Um, they don't have Volusia Jones anymore. Thank God. Thank God. Because he just would torch us. So that that that's a good thing. <laughs> like a two hundred fifty yard game. Um, I just think I'll be at the game, uh, and I don't want to hate the drive back, 
and uh, it's just my gut feeling. I think we're going to win that one. Um, I don't know. I think Tennessee is just going to be pretty good this year. Um, I think if they hit next week at Pitt, and then if they rack up a couple of wins against like Florida, LSU, and they come in, they're only going to have one loss going into our game if they lose to Bama, which they will lose to Bama. I think that game's going to be packed. It's going to be a tough place to play, and I just don't see it. I just don't see another game that we're more susceptible to losing than this one. So I think Kentucky's going to lose this game. Tennessee kind of owns us. And this year, they don't really beat us when we're better than them. And this year, I don't know, even know how much better than them we are. Yeah. Just because I really do think their quarterback's pretty good, and they always have that really fast-paced offense. Especially Will Levis better. Will Levis just better, but especially if you think about it, our secondary is kind of suspect. Our secondary is like I feel like that's the only actual suspect part of our team. Yeah, though. but if you think about it, they how fast they play and everything. That's probably yeah. why they scored so many points on us. Granted, Will Levis threw a pick six last year, and they just completely missed like a face mask or something last year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that last round. Yeah, that was something. They like they had missed a call. And I was screaming my head off. Pass interference, face mask. Something. They missed a call. They missed something. a bad call. They yeah. missed a bad call, and we lost that game. But um, I don't know. I really hope we don't lose that game, but um, I think that's I mean, the I game we drop. It, yeah. I think that's the game we drop at Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, smoke Missouri at Missouri. There's not much to say there. No, Missouri is donkey. Um, Vanderbilt at Kentucky. Um, anchor down. I think that's a thirty-point dub. I mean, I don't know. Vandy is just we're 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 looking ahead past that game. Might be a little closer just because we're looking to Georgia at yeah. Kentucky the week after. Um, do you have anything to say about either of those? Um, I'm going to just touch on I think Vanderbilt might be better this year. And then they beat Hawaii by like a gajillion points in their first game. And they have new coaching and new blood in there. There's a, I think there was a chance that they can be a little bit better this year. Um, next week they go to play Wake Forest, and that'll be a good test to see where they're at. But um, we'll see. I think we'll smoke. I don't think yeah. that's much of a competition. Um. And here's the big one. Here's yeah. the, the 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 game that will decide Kentucky season. Obviously, is in both of our scenarios, they're currently at one loss, and this would mean that winner of this game probably wins the SEC East, which is what I want to be. Because yeah, I, I think that's um, gonna be a great environment if that's the case. Remember a couple of years ago, it was the exact same scenario. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, last Very year like... it was kind of well, last year was kind of the same, but it was kind of early in the season. Two years ago or three years ago, whenever it was, I think it was three years ago. Like Benny it was, Snell. It was the Terry Wilson year, the year we won the Celtics Bowl for the first time. In yep. It was 2018. 2018. So I guess that's four years ago. Yeah. Jesus. But it was the same scenario. We had one loss. They had one loss. And um, winner takes all. Winner was going to win the SEC East, and uh, they we we kept the game kind of close, but they ended up winning by two scores. Mm-hmm. I think this year, and we're going to get to this when we talk about our playoff predictions. I think this is just. They were so good last year, and that team was so good. Well, they lost so many players. Where well, I just don't think they're the same caliber of team to where I think this game is going to be super close. Like, I don't think we're going to get smoked. I think we play them really close, but I think it's a heartbreaker. I think we end up losing just because yeah. of our lack of experience of winning games like this. Like, our program doesn't win games like this, sadly. So, I don't know what you think. I think we lose this one in a really yeah. close, really um, close game. I think we lose this one too. Um, Georgia lost people, but you already know there's just going to be a million people replacing them, like Georgia and Bama, 
in Ohio State, and everybody always seems to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if there's any year we're going to beat Georgia, it's this year. We got everybody as seniors. You know, this is as good of a team as we're going to have for a decade. Um, maybe, unless, you know, our recruiting ramps up even more. Yeah, recruiting is ramped up. So it's it's definitely ramped up. So who knows? Years. Yeah, maybe, maybe a couple more years. This is the best team. But this is the best team we've had in a long time. Um, I don't know if I can. I think it'll be close. We pl- normally play Georgia pretty well. Last year we played them really well. It was honestly like when we didn't grab that one fumble, honestly, would have made the game a lot closer, and they kind of pulled away because of how down that got us. Yeah. Um, I think we'll we'll definitely give them a good fight. One score, maybe like a maybe a ten point game, something like that. I think it'll it'll come down. I think it'll be like it'll be a game like late into the fourth. But I do think it'll definitely be a heartbreaker. But um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to say. I think Georgia's, by this point in the season, they'll have figured out their new roster, even though they lost five guys That's to the true. first round. That's true. I think if we played them earlier in the year, we would have a better chance. Like, if we played them in, like, week six or something, like, whenever we play, like, South Carolina or, like, Mississippi State, if they were one of those games, I would feel a lot better about it. Yeah. That's true. Um I guess my only hope is that they lose to Oregon on Saturday. Maybe that gets them down, and then maybe they don't play very good after that. Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, they don't really have much. They don't have, like, losable games. I would say. Like, they play Oregon, and then I think Auburn's unranked this year. And their schedule's also easier than ours, so that's going to be kind of yeah. tough for us to win the SEC East, if that's the case. That'll be difficult, yeah. Uh, Louisville, uh, that will be a smoking. Oh, that'll be a 50 We just own Louisville. Like, honestly. it's just, like, Louisville is just... Like an embarrassment in football, like I think that's a good way to put it. And if besides, when they had like, if you're long. good, if you're a good player from Louisville, you go to you go to the UK. Like that's how bad it has how it's gotten to like. And last year we smoked them. They're just like a bottom tier ACC team, and they just they just don't have it. it like they just low. don't have it. And like Will Levis, like they. We love the rivalry. Rivalry. Will Levis loves the rivalry, and he just shows up to play in that game. He's yeah. gonna smoke him. He's gonna go for. Oh, he's gonna smoke. Four hundred, four hundred yards, hundred on the ground, and two touchdowns. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy, and it's at home. Um, plus, there if we like lose in a heartbreaking fashion, like I think we will to Georgia, no easier way to avenge that loss than forty piece of your rival. So, um, mm-hmm. I have them finishing ten, ten and two. And I think we maybe will get a little bit better of a bowl game than Citrus Bowl. Like it's just getting like a Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I can finish like a New Year's. There's just like a top ten or a ten, like from twelve to ten, and getting a New Year's Six Bowl. So that's what I think about Kentucky this year. Mm-hmm. Um, position wise, we have a good quarterback. Obviously, Will Levis. Our running game is really good. I hope our line gets healthier. Um. I think we have a couple injuries in the offensive line, but when they're healthy, they're obviously really good. Christian Rodriguez will come back, so Rungan will be there. Um, you watched the practice and said you saw this really good rookie. Not rookie, but freshman wide receiver. Yeah, we have a really good like receiver. Like a four-star. It's basically a five-star. He's like this close. The tippy-top. So, yeah. like, from receiver, I think we will be a little bit – we'll be fine, even though we lost Wandell. Um, also, I like our tight end sets that we run with, like, Isaiah Cummings and all those people. Mm-hmm. And then Yonder Square on the defensive side is really good. Uh, Weaver on the defensive end. Barry and Barry and Brown is the name of that receiver. Yeah. So um, it's just from Nashville. Sec- it's just a secondary. You know, secondary is going to be tough. But I think front seven. 
in our run game. I think we'll be really good this year. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But I think ten and two is what I think we'll go. I, I think we'll go ten and two. Um, I think our team has a lot of upside. I could see us going. I could see us going eleven and one. I could see us going maybe nine and three if we like drop. I could like, see eight. Tennessee. And, 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 and I don't think I could see eight wins. I don't think I could see that. That's dropping Ole Miss, Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee. And there's no way we lose all four of those. That's not true because the rest of our games are pretty much. Or like junk. it, like unless you think we could. Yeah, but we have four yeah. losable games and I think we'll split them. We'll yeah. split the four. We'll split the four, yeah. I think that's realistic. Yeah, and then if not nine, there's just not enough hard. I mean, maybe if we lose Mississippi State too. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, I, got, I think eight would be. Eight's our floor for sure. Yeah, and then I think 11's our ceiling, and I think 10's just where we're hit. Yeah. So that's enough about UK. Um, we're gonna go into our, you know, we're gonna pick our four teams to make the college football playoff. Yeah. Um, it's pretty similar. But... Pretty similar, but I think I said a couple things I wanted to say about it. Um, I got Bama at one. So whenever they don't win the championship, they win it the next year. It's like mm-hmm. this, it's like a whole it's thing. It's a fact. They still have, when you retain the Heisman Trophy winner on your team, that's just crap. And they have like Will Anderson, who is just Will like Anderson, nuts, just like a fifth year senior. Like, and he's gonna be like the first overall pick in the draft or whatever. Uh huh. So like, he's really good. Um, I don't really know. They lost Jameson. Yeah, yeah, they lost Jameson like, Williams or the running back. And yeah. what's his name? The guy that went to the Texans, Mechie. Oh, lost, Mechie. They lost Mechie. He has, like, leukemia now. So that's yeah, I'm saying he was good for them. But he was good, yeah. Him. So, um, no no Mechie. I don't I don't know how the receiver is going to be. Um, they have that Law 2 guy that's a really good tight end for them. That's good. And then they're just going to always reload. And whenever they don't win it, they seem to win it the next year. I think they're going to be on a mission yeah. this year. And Bryce, Bryce Young is going to be playing really well. And then two, I think these uh, top two teams are literally in a tier of their own. I think this will be the national championship. Yeah. I think these two teams are retaining the most players, and they both have quarterbacks. They're both at the Heisman ceremony. So I'm talking about Ohio State. I think they are going to run through the Big Ten this year. I think they're going to be – the way that they lost to Michigan and, like, getting yeah. left out of the playoff. And then how they won that game, like the Rose Bowl, I just, it is really, like – Yes, they lose Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. I'm telling you right now, Jackson Smith and Jigba is he the is best so wide receiver in the history of college football. That's not over. I think he is history in the history of college. Football. That might Maybe be a little bit of a stretch. That was a stretch. He did have that one He's, crazy game. He though. is amazing. He's insane. And CJ Stroud already. He's the best low. wide receiver this year. That's for sure. Oh, he's the best wide receiver this year. No, and he's he can't even go in the draft this year. He has to yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. He's like. I was as a freshman. He's literally better than Jamar Chase when Jamar Chase was out on CF. Like, this is how good this guy is. Yeah. And CJ Stroud liked throwing him the ball more than the other two really good receivers. So they're going to go nuclear this year on offense. And then the defense, I don't know much about, but I'm sure they, I, they lose a whole yeah. lot of first rounders in the draft from what I saw. Yeah. So I know they lost that Rutker tight end to the Jets or whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. I think those. I don't know. They're going to be good. I think they're just going to be dirty, and you know what though, they play Notre Dame basically tomorrow because we're recording this at midnight on Friday or midnight on yeah. Thursday, so almost Friday. So uh, Saturday, 
Granted, we're not going to be able to watch any of it because we'll be watching Kentucky beat up on Miami. Yeah. But um, that's a huge game. Obviously, if they lose that game, they're toast in terms of, like, fraudulency. I just don't think Notre Dame. It's, it's at the shoe, I think, unless it's a neutral side game. Am I smoking? Let's see. No, it's at Ohio Stadium. So, obviously, they have that game. So, that's going to boost their non-conference schedule as well. And then I think they run through the Big Ten. Michigan at eight, I think it's frauds. Like, frauds. So um, that's who I got at two. Yeah, is that your first? Then, is that your first two? Yeah, two? Th- those are my first so, two, and then we have to. Um, I, I mean, you pretty much said everything. It's literally Jackson Smith and Jigba is just so good, and and CJ Stroud is amazing. Um, I think the running back was last year, but I think they keep they kept him. So. Yeah, I don't know. They're just like, I'm not really. Besides, like you know, I feel like Michigan just lost too much where they could even like compete. With them this year, and I don't know who else. Badgers, go Badgers. We play them at Ohio State like week four. Yeah, no shot. We're no shot. We're gonna get smoked. No shot. Uh, so my third, literally, we have the same three teams. Yeah, uh, my third is Clemson. I think yeah. they're like due for a bounce back year this year. Um, I have them making it also because their schedule is Mickey Mouse, and it normally is, but they normally just don't lose to bad teams. But last year, well, last year. They had to play Georgia to start out this year, which was just that was just a death sentence. And then from there on out, I think they only lost one or two games. Mm-hmm. So like, I think this year, unlike last year, we'll talk about it. But like, I don't think there's going to be as many two loss uh, conference champions like there was last year. Like Baylor was a two loss champ. Yeah, Clemson was a two loss champ. Utah was a three loss champ. So it. Opened up the door for teams like Cincinnati and uh, Georgia, who didn't win their conference. I think this year would be a little bit different. Yeah. And I really think Clemson, all they have to do is lose one game and then win out. I think they're a they have a They have a really easy schedule. And honestly, I still kind of like the DJ. Yeah, me too. Why do you play? You gung Yeah, whatever. He played good when he was there that I first feel like year. he's he's pretty good. He's got talent. And they obviously have amazing coaching. Um, Losing Venables, though, that could be something for their defense. Yeah, that's true. Coordinator. Yeah, but I I think the Mickey schedule is going to be enough to – I don't see who else is really going to win that division. They didn't lose that that whole lot either. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not not thinking about that one too much. I feel like that's kind of more of a shoe-in this year. Yeah, for sure. I think they're not on any anywhere near the same tier as Bama or Ohio State. Though. No, I I think they'll if they're the two three game I with either they're of those teams. Smoke, I think yeah. they're getting killed. And then uh, do you want to start with your four seed? So my first? four seed is going to be Utah. Um, I also thought about uh, USC here. I think the Big Twelve is kind of a mess between Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. So I don't want to pick any of those teams, but I'm picking Utah because. I think they can come out of the Pac-12 with maybe only one loss. They play Florida next week, and or maybe this week. I think they start with Florida this week. So I think that's going to be a tough game to start out with. But I think they get through with that one. And then from there, I could see them losing to one game, like the USC or Oregon. But I think they get like Oregon at home this year, and they finished the year off really well last year. And they played that Ohio State team in the Rose Bowl really close. So... I like where they're at. Um, I mean, they, they get USC at home, and and but they have to go at Oregon. So I think they split one of those two, but I think mm-hmm. they still win the Pac-12. And I think they're just a really good team. 
Yeah, I don't really have much to say about them. The fourth team was always kind of hard to pick. The fourth team, they're always just kind of like out of the place, you feel like. Yes. With these other teams. Um, and I actually have the national champs as my four seed. Uh, coming back, um, I think they just have their schedules pretty easy. And if I'm picking them to beat Kentucky, that means they lost one game, maybe. Um, they might go undefeated in the regular season with a loss to Bama in the SEC championship. Um, even if they're like not as good of a team, I think that kind of record and a loss to probably the best team in college football is enough to probably get them in over some other teams like this. Uh, they still got you know the Bowers guy who's insane. Their tight ends, oh, are, their tight ends are nuts. Their tight ends are insane. Brock Bowers is crazy. They have like two tight ends that are like six eight apiece. Stetson Bennett's still there, and uh, he honestly wasn't that bad last year, even though people were calling for JT you know, JT Daniels or whatever. Today, so. Yeah, uh, they got, um, what's that guy? Lad uh, McConley, who's the guy who had a bunch of posters for him, that one receiver. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were like, my little lad, you know, all this stuff. George but, Pickens. Yeah, they they lost George Pickens and their running backs, um, both James Cook and Zeus. And Zeus and White, yeah. So they'll be seeing um, who so they still got Jalen Carter, who was really good on the D line last year. Um, I don't know. I think their schedule being that easy, and they're also just Georgia, where they get a little bit of a bias by the committee. Sometimes I feel like oh yeah, SEC um, bias is gonna the SEC bias is definitely real. Uh, so I think they'll make it, they'll slide in as the four seed, in a very controversial pick. I guess I, I don't think so. Like I said, I think there will be, like, see Utah, USC, Baylor, right? Those are the three teams. Um, maybe even the Notre Dame. Well, I don't think so. But like, if they have one loss, and Georgia would have to go perfect regular season, and then only lost be to Bama, and I know that's like. All good, but I think Alabama is going to be the one seed this year. So, if, like, if they are the one seed, do you think they're just going to slide them and play it? Have them play? It I think if it's close enough. I mean, it that happened last year where Bama beat Georgia, and then they play in the. I, mean, I guess it's a different scenario because Georgia was the one seed. But yeah, I'm saying it can saying. it can change based on when you play them. You know, with the the stakes are raised, uh, anything can happen. I I just see a little bit more of a, a they just want like a a little bit of a national championship hangover for them like they're talking about this natty because they have they're just they're not the program that Alabama is yet where they just win year in and year out like I feel like yeah. they'll have a little bit of a hangover year because of how good their season was last year Probably. and last year was just their year like that was their year but I don't think this year will be like that I just think between the Pac-12 and the Big 12 one person will come out with that. Yeah, I, I'm not with the, with the one lucky, yeah. but I could see it. I'm I not could see it. Yeah, I could. There's not yeah. going to be a Cincinnati this year. No, either. there's not. There's Cincinnati. not going to be an undefeated big timer. And with Notre Dame, they had to have so many with things Notre Dame way, opening up. With Notre Dame opening up with uh, Ohio State and having to play Clemson, they're shot. I mean, they got to win one of those two games. I don't know if they'll do that. Yeah. So those are our four. So then we're going to go – this is going to be – I'm just going to run Yeah, this, this literally – yeah. I'm going to pick a winner for each Power 5 conference. So Big 10, Ohio State. Uh, Big 12, I have Baylor winning. Uh, SEC, I have Alabama winning. 
Pac-12, I have Utah winning, and then the ACC, I got Clemson winning. Yeah. Um, I pretty much, uh, I'm okay with all those picks, obviously. I have a, two differences. Uh, my Big Ten is Ohio State, landslide. Big 12, um, that's probably the biggest that's the toss-up, I would say. Because oh, without with, that, with Oklahoma falling off so hard, you don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, a lot of people are saying Baylor. I'm just throwing a shot, a dart shot in the dark. Uh, I'm going Oklahoma State. They keep a lot of their players from last year, and they still have the same quarterback. Yeah, they're just like year. an experienced team. And they I played feel like. well last year. And I like Baylor's coach. Yeah. That's about all I have. Yeah, literally. Yeah, you, you just don't really know with them. Texas too. Um, Texas sleeper. Yeah. I'm not. Steve I never. Steve, no. Steve Sarkeesian sleeper. No. Um, SEC. I'm going Bama. Uh, Pac-12. Uh, I think USC is just going to be a fun team this year that I'm going to want to root for. Uh, Utah's probably going to win it, but I think um, USC will be fun with Lincoln Riley. They'll, and, have, they'll have like a little bit of growing pains, but like Lily Caleb Williams was Caleb so Williams. good last year. Yeah, like, Caleb Williams is really good. So like I could candidate. see anything can happen, you know. Um, and then ACC, obviously Clemson. I have them there. Yeah. That's, anything that's else you want to say? Um. Not really. I think that mostly covers it for our college football. I'm just excited for this first week of games. Yeah. Uh, We'll probably give a little bit of a rundown on uh, how the Kentucky game went and maybe some other pop-out games from when we watch at the tailgate. When Ohio State uh, next week. Notre Dame and stuff like that. See how they look. All right. So uh, finishing off, we're going to do with our little S tier here, the NFL teams. This has actually been a fun series. I've actually really enjoyed doing this. Um, And then next week is going to be our just – Absolute Omega NFL. It's uh, I mean there might it's some Kevin Durant's got to get traded to even make the video. Yeah, probably. exactly. No, there. Yeah, it's gonna be like both of our seven teams making the playoffs first. Of, that's our first, one of our things we're gonna do. Award winners in terms of who's gonna win each award, and then also talking about some like week one games that we really like. You yeah. know, so that yeah. that's gonna be our our magnum opus pre. Yeah. NFL season. So starting with the S tier here, um, this was kind of a bias. Um, I'm a dual fan of the Browns, and my dad's from Wisconsin, so I also like the Packers a lot. So I put them at the S tier. Um, Porter probably like yeah. the A tier. They're probably more uh, Chiefs, Rams, where they're not yeah. quite as good as they normally are. But I think what pushes me, the t- what has me really liking them as an S tier team is their defense, I think, is the best in the league. From like top to bottom, I think it's the best in the league in terms of position. They have good secondary with Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, really good linebackers with um, Fondre Campbell, and then they addressed they got Quay Walker in the draft if he's really good. Um, he's... Defensive line is, just, I mean, I mean they got Kenny Clark, um, Preston they, Smith, Preston Smith, um, Wyatt, the guy they drafted in the oh, first right. round, yeah. and then Rashawn Gary who's a beast. So they have just beasts. Yeah, and then if you think of their corners, I mean, holy, like, whole, I mean, it's Jair yeah. Alexander and then Eric Eric Stokes, who was a lock down last year. So that's just cracked. So you yeah. think of their defense, I think they're going to lock people up. And then on the offensive side of the football, I think the A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones tandem is dirty. Like, in terms of their, probably one of the, they have a really good offensive line once they get healthy. I know they're kind of hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Bakhtiari's hurt. I don't even know what's happening with Bakhtiari. He might be done. Yeah, he's toast. He's in some... They're yeah. normally a really good running team. Aaron Jones is going to catch a lot of balls in the slot. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, he can always, always, always get it done. doesn't matter who he's with. 
Um, this will so, be definitely a testament be, to that because it's about as bad as it gets. It's about as bad as it gets. So we'll see. I could see a situation where there's some growing pains, especially with the fact that Christian Watson's hardly practiced and literally Romeo Dubes just looked 20 times better than him. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts? You're not, you're, you yeah. don't like the Packers as much as I do. I'm not going to like let my anti-Packers random bias that I have just because I like cheering against your teams for whatever reason sometimes. Um, I think the Packers are probably going to be the one or two seed. Um, I don't know. It's just, I think a big concern for me is health. Um, I'm scared about Jer Alexander. I don't know what his deal was last year. I feel like he barely played. I don't know what his injury even was or if it's going to like linger this year again. Because it felt like Every week you're like, oh, is he coming back this week? And then he just, like, didn't. So you need him to come back and play at that all-pro caliber that he was playing at before uh, to really have that number one defense you're talking about and, like, push you over the edge. Um, I think they have a lot of star power in the front seven. Uh, Quay Walker is a big question mark that I don't know if I'm super high on. It might have been a little bit of a reach uh, in the first round. But uh, there's definitely some upside there. And... I think if they would have drafted George Pickens, they would be feeling. I would be feeling a lot better about them right now. Me too. Now. I think that's what I swear I wanted to draft them the second round. They traded up. But I thought they were going to get Pickens. If they went Pickens over uh, Watson, I definitely would be more confident with them as an S tier team. That's what I wanted them to get. Yeah, I'll draft it. But yeah. uh, do you want me to start with the next one? Yeah, next guy. Uh, this team is a team that we think is going to be really good this year. Uh, might even be the is another team that I could see being the one seed in the NFC. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, um, they're more of, I don't know if they'll be the one seed because, honestly, they're more of a postseason team than a regular season team normally. Yeah. Um, they got, I mean, I feel like they got pretty much everybody back. You know, they got some studs, Trent Williams, George Kittle. If Trey Lance is really that guy, they, they're, the, I mean, their ceiling is so high. Um you know, Debo Samuel's back. Brandon Ayuk is out of the doghouse that he was stuck in for the first few weeks. Uh, Elijah Mitchell's turned into a little bit of a stud himself. And, I mean, that's just the offense. You got maybe the best linebacker in the league, middle linebacker in the league in Fred Warner. Um, Nick Bosa on the line, you know. It's just they're stacked top to bottom. Uh, and I think they're, they could win the NFC or at the very least be in the NFC championship again. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's all there really is to say about them. They'll probably be honestly. They'll probably be like the three seed if I had to guess. Yeah. But I think they just—they're a good team at upsetting in the playoffs normally, and with their just run attack, teams just can't really stop most of the time. Yeah. Um, I said this to you probably six or seven months ago or something, and I was like. I think the Chiefs are going to... I mean, I think the Niners are going to be the next Chiefs. Yeah. I thought that, like, Trey Lance, like, sat a year like Patrick Mahomes did, and they really both have, like, really good infrastructures with, like, really good coaches and really good rosters. And, like, Alex Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo is not the worst comparison I've ever heard. Or, like, he was serviceable, but, like, they upgraded and let him sit. So I think if he has, like, that type of breakout... Oh, if he has a Mahomes breakout, they're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're winning it all. Obviously, and uh, Kittle, you know, Kelsey are some of the both really good tight ends in the league. Um, defensively, I think they're gonna be fine. 
Um, and a better defensive team than the Chiefs. Yeah, no, they you know, The Chiefs were that year. No, Nick Bosa is elite. Like we, I think he's my third, third best edge rusher, literally yeah. behind the two guys on our two teams, uh, Garrett and Watt. But um, I really do believe in them. Um, even like Jawan Jennings, like a random third down. I mean, they get a, they just always have people that are they good. Just have, they're really deep. Um, Trey Lance would really like throwing the ball to Iuk. So with Kyle Shanahan's offense, I just I just trust them. They're a team that I just trust to be good. And this year they actually have upside with Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like they never did. So tough schedule playing the NFC West. But I think the NFC West actually might take a step down this year. With I think the Rams maybe not being as good as they were last year. Obviously the Seahawks being incompetent as well as the Cardinals being incompetent. I think this year, to where I could see that the it being a little bit, a little bit, a little bit easier and for them. They added Drake Jackson too on the defensive line mm-hmm. in the second round. I feel like he's going to be really good. Yeah, he's a good. Yes, I, I was, I was, I was knew that I was forget somebody. Yeah, that was, was a good. Addition he's a good edge too. too. Opposite Nick yeah. Bosa, that'd be crazy. And uh, Eric Armstead's good at tackle, de tackle. Um, I don't love their secondary. Um, Travis Ward's like decent. Jimmy Ward's decent. But, like, yeah, no elite players in their secondary. That's the one thing I would say. Yeah, secondary is definitely their weakest point. Weakest point if they have any. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start with our next team? So the next team is the Chargers. Um, they're the kind of a similar team where they're a young team with upside to be better. Um, I think. They're a team where it's like last year was so bad for them because they missed the playoffs and they didn't. I mean, they were heartbroken by not making the playoffs. And they had such star power where most people thought they were going to make the playoffs, but they just had the best offseason of any team in the league and it wasn't even close. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Getting Khalil Mack for what they did was a steal. Uh, Getting uh, Sebastian Joseph Day for a D tackle. Um, J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson. Like, they don't even need good secondary players, but they still got him. Um, it's nuts. It's seriously um, nuts. For me, though, it's like they were so bad stopping the run last year, and that was, like, their big problem. I mean, I, uh, I'm a Theo Ash supporter, and all of his Jerry, Jerry Tillery videos are hilarious. I don't know how he's still a starter. I'm like, he says, yeah, on a th- he's not starting on their depth chart. He's horrible. Yeah, he is. Um, I don't know how he is, but um, yeah. Derwin James even talked about him. It's just crazy. Yeah, they're just complete now. So Zion Johnson in the first round was a yes. really good pick. Great pick. Their offensive line is going to be that much better. Rashawn Slater's already at all. Sean Slater's insane. In my opinion. Yeah. So um, I just don't see a problem. Like what this team's going to problem? Seems I don't bad. know if they have. Um, I guess like their middle linebackers. Their linebacker like obviously Khalil Mack is like probably considered a linebacker but he's, but he's just he's, he's like an outside and linebacker like saying the middle of their linebacking core is kenneth their murray. only kenneth murray's kind of good yeah he, he went to oklahoma drew right Trin- drew trink yeah like yeah i don't know somewhere on the roster still like yeah drew trink well i have no idea who that is but he sounds terrible he does so good but um the only problem with them is uh that I don't know how that division is going to shake up. Like we both don't think the the Broncos are going to be that good, and we think the Raiders might not be that good either. Like they'll be decent, but yeah. they're not going to be amazing. I think the Chargers come on top in this division, but if you know the Broncos are really good and the Raiders are really good, 
It's going to be hard for them to beat the one seed like I think they can be. Yeah. They just have two. They're going to have... The, they do get the benefit of they finish third in their division, so they'll get a little bit easier opponents uh, outside of their division. But I think it's just the, their division is just such a gauntlet where you can't expect them to win five of those games, the which is what it would take to probably get a one seed. So I think they'll probably be the two seed this year um, with like another AFC West team being like the Chiefs probably being the five seed, you know? Yep. And who knows? I could see a Raiders even sneaking in at it like a seven. And playing them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who we got next? Um, yeah. You go. Next up, we have the Bucks, correct? Yeah, yeah we got the Bucks. Um, they're a team. I was saying this earlier. I don't know how I, I just the NFC in general. I don't know if I'm super sold on them this year. I feel like uh, it's probably going to be an AFC winner this year. I'm feeling that too. Um, the Bucks, they're de- it doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with them, but it's like a couple things just like kind of have you off. Like, is Godwin like still injured? Mm-hmm. You know, like what's going on with that? They had Russell Gage, which is pretty good. They had Julio Jones, which is like kind of who knows? He could be really good. It's worth it to take a shot. I feel like their offensive line kind of took a hit. Um, like Ryan Jensen is on the IR right now. I don't know how long he's supposed to be out. Yeah. Um, but it'll probably be a while. Their defense is still really good. Uh, I like their safety play a lot. Uh, Mike Edwards, the Kentucky boy, and Antoine Winfield. Yeah. Um, their corners, Carlson Davis is all right. Sean Murphy Bunting's meh. Uh, their D-line is insane. Vita Vey is really good. Keem Hicks is solid. Goulston's good. And then, obviously, they're linebackers are probably their best spot on the defense. Levante, Levante David and Devin White and are just studs. And Shaq Bear. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's going to have to be I don't know. I think it's just more so I think I'm a little down on the Bucks offense this year. Uh, we know Tom Brady never ages, but it feels like he's been missing a lot of practice and stuff. You don't really know what's going on there. Uh, is he really into it because he basically like retired then came back how committed is he really to, you know, taking them all the way this year? Um, and with some of those guys that he trusts, like Godwin, not going to be there for the first little bit, you could see him dropping, like, an early game, especially with the tough schedule they're going to have, you know. I mean, in their first four weeks, it's at Cowboys, at Saints, Green Bay at home, Chiefs at home, you know. They're going to have a gauntlet. I just don't know if I can see them getting the number one seed in the NFC. Yeah. Even though we have them at the top. Yeah. End it's of the tier. Uh, I think they're normally just top of this S tier because of they're proven. Yeah. Of their provenness and of their ceiling. Mm-hmm. Right. I think this is kind of a because team gives me kind of boomer bust vibes. If Hulda comes back and he's good and have Tom Brady plays at the level he did last year yeah. with that defense and then, then eventually they get Chris Godwin back. Sky's the limit for them. They're mm-hmm. not at all, right? Looking at that roster. Um, but at the same time, Tom Brady could look terrible. He could be not invested. Chris Godwin could be back. Julio Jones could be kind of washed. Who knows? Fournette could be washed, right? Fournette's going to be good. They have, um, they have some just older players. No Bruce Arians this year. Right? Yeah. They got uh, Todd Bowles. He's they, good, though. He's great. I'm, he's I'm just good. saying there's, there's problems that could happen. And with Tom Brady's questions of tiring and wanting to be there, 
I think they're going to be good. That's why they're in the S tier, but I, they're just definitely an S tier. I don't feel as solid as I do, yeah. like in terms of where they're at. Yeah. But they definitely have the ceiling to win it all. This is kind of, they've kind of culminated this team for it to be like the run, you know, because yeah. it, this is it, right? So I, I think they're, they're good for being in the S tier. Oh, yeah. Um, you want me to start with this or do you want to go? Uh, you can start with it. You're fine. Um, this is the team I feel like everybody is the highest on. Is everybody's Super Bowl pick? We're not going super out there and taking some crazy pick as our favorite team in the league this year. The Buffalo Bills, this just feels like the year. Last year, you felt like they kind of got, we kind of got robbed of them in the AFC Championship. Um, knows what happens. If they win that, if they win the coin toss, they're yeah. scoring a touchdown. They could be Super Bowl champions. They could be Super Bowl champions. I think they probably beat the Bengals. I don't think they have such a choke job. I just don't think their defense would allow something like that to even happen. And the most Bengals, of it was like, probably Mahomes. The Chiefs yeah. randomly last year. I think the yeah. Bills, they got to go play in Buffalo. I think they're gonna swap. Yeah. yeah. Um, they added like you look at the Bills. And they don't have any holes, you don't think. Their receivers with Gabriel Davis's like breakout year last year. Uh everybody's like drafting him in fantasy now. I'm not super on that train, but he's still really good. He had like four touchdowns and the playoffs. Um their running backs, you think that's kinda weak? They drafted James Cook, who could be really good. So Might she, even step in for Devin. Especially Devin's in the role the role that he has to play. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Catching it. It'll be really good. Uh, Josh Allen can run all over the place. Uh, maybe arguably the best quarterback in the league, uh, but that's a debate for another day. Um, their O-line continues to improve a little bit, even though it's not their strongest part. And then their defense is just insane on all levels. Um, their linebackers, Edmonds and Milano, are really good. Their safeties are the best in the league, and Poyer and Hyde. Their D-line with Ed Oliver and Rousseau, and then they added Von Miller, and it's like, this is the year. It's now or literally when. Yeah. If you can't win it this year, I don't know when they can. Yeah, I think it's like either this year or they're just not cut to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But I think with the way— I they, like their coaching, too. The way they lost last year is just was just like they're going to be on a They're going to be on a mission this year. They're going to have to—like, the only way I could see them losing is, like, major injuries. Yeah. Honestly. So I think they'll be really good. Or, like, super AFC close, East is, you know. You know, kind of mid this year. I think they take care of most of the division. It's not going to be like the AFC West that's gauntlet. You know, I think they'll get a lot, a lot of wins, even though they were the one seed last year, and they'll draw a little bit of a harder schedule. I still see them being the one seed just yeah. because yeah, I think they'll take care of their division better than yeah, the Chargers. Uh, Milano and Edmonds are kind of mid. They're kind of they're a little they're bit older, good. but they are good. I just remember watching a video and it's been like Milano's mid or something. I think Milan is pretty underrated, but. but they're pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty good there. Uh, Von Miller, obviously adding him, they were the number one uh, scoring defense last year, and you add Von Miller, that and Gravy Russo off the edge, is tough. Um, Dawson Knox at the tight end, yep. he's obviously good, and then they just have really good team culture. Everyone loves Josh Allen there, and Buffalo's a tough place to play. They just, they've just built. A they built culture. a good culture, and especially with the Chiefs being a little bit of the down downs, if they're playing a team like the Chargers or something else in the NFC AFC Championship, if they can just avoid the Chiefs in general, so they have to like have that mental block of the Chiefs, you know, yeah. I think they're they're 
poised to win it all. I think mm-hmm. this will be the Chiefs regardless. I think that helps. Like who you play in the playoffs definitely helps. And if they avoid the Chiefs, that'll help them out. Yeah. But um yeah, I think they're they're everyone's favorite, but I think it's I think it's justified. Some people are like, yeah, they're not gonna be that good. I just don't see it. Yeah. They they were really good last year and they got better. Yeah. I think that's definitely the year. But uh I think that's all we got for today. That's it. Uh make sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Maybe leave us a comment down below. Let us know what you think of the episode. Um, You know, we're on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, Go rate and share over there. Um, Check out our TikTok page, which is just dormant. Um, It is the dormant divided. Um, But, yeah. yeah, um, We're about to get back on that with is balancing school and stuff. We'll just have yeah, to like we, figure out a schedule to where we can post better. Yeah, content. we we probably should have. Yeah, especially with like yeah, you know, we're trying we're trying to balance all this with the NFL better. starting. It'll definitely be a lot easier to get consistent content. We can give like game breakdowns or whatever exactly. games we watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all we have for today, and we'll see y'all next time.